Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Music for Life Radio, where we practice healing of mind, body, and spirit. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed, board-certified music therapist and founder of Music for Life. At Music for Life, music is at the core of all that we do, connecting you to the life of your senses and the life of your spirit. With composer Ludwig von Beethoven's quote, music is the mediator between the life of the senses and the life of the spirit. So how do we practice healing mind, body, and spirit? We plug you into yourself differently with music at the core, discovering that when you listen or play music, you find out how the music is really playing you. We harness you with the power of music to create a healthy lifestyle, connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. I am delighted you have joined me as we explore together this month's theme of Rising Up. Our guest today is Marquita Pierre McAllister, inspirational speaker and spiritual leader for the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada, a spiritual partner with Music for Life. This radio show introduces our April UPS, which is it's an acronym, stands for Up-Leveling Your Periscope. It's a fun shop, not just a workshop. And it is actually our fourth one in the 2016 series. And that date will be April 24th uh, this month. There will also be some online access to the series, so be sure you sign up at our e-news for musicforlife.us to receive that information when it is available. Welcome to the show today, Marquita. Well, thanks, Judith. It's happy, I'm happy to be here with you again. It's always good to be on the show and good to be with you at any time. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks. Mm-hmm. And so we have this unusual topic today that is going to surround us and recognize that spirit is around and indwells and lives and desires to live through us um, as we look at storms in our life that might come up where we want to rise above them. And it reminds me of this Facebook posting I saw this morning. If anybody wants to see it, go to my my page um, in Facebook. It's this beautiful video sequencing of storms that you're just like, wow, those are beautiful. I would like to be there to witness that. (laughs) (laughs) It, It just represented to me about how 
we look at storms when they come into our life. I mean, last week, um, at least in North Las Vegas, we had a storm I have never seen come through where I've been in the valley um, over the last 27 years. It was uh, extreme hail mixed with wind going sideways and a lot of rain for must have been, I don't know, 30 minutes. Usually it's like, you know, a few minutes and it's gone. So it was just really interesting to notice that storm and to notice how I had my two little grandkids with me, my three- and five-year-old, and I had the doors open. Of course, the screen doors were on, so we could hear it. And then it started getting really loud. And they mm-hmm. all they wanted to do was have me shut the door and get on the couch and cuddle <laughs> <laughs> until it subsided. It's like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> so, you know, it's just noticing when we have a storm come into our life, what do we do with it? Do we say, thank you so much for showing up? Or do we run from it? Or do we hibernate? Or, you know, what do we do with it? So what what do you do, Marquita, when you have a storm come into your life? Well, because of, you know, because of spiritual training, at this point when I have a storm that comes into my life, I always ask the question, okay, now what's really going on? Because what I'm very clear is that whatever goes on in the personal life, there's so many other things that are actually happening simultaneously. And I'm very, very clear about all of life, all of the universe is actually supports me and is for my highest good. So when a storm comes in, my first question is, okay, now what's really, really going on and what is it I can't see? And it's so interesting because last week um, the topic of the Sunday lesson was emerge and see. Emergency, meaning emerge and see. you got to look beyond what appears to be. So beyond the storm, what's really trying to happen? So now when that, that type of thing comes in, I first ask the question, and then depending on where I am during the middle of the day or the beginning of the morning, I always go and I sit and get quiet because there's usually something, I'm very, very clear there's something else that's happening, and I remind myself that whatever is going on is still for my ultimate and highest good and to see beyond the craziness. There's always, you know, scientists have already proven that things look chaotic, but if you go beyond what the natural eye can see, there's an order to everything. So I just keep that in mind as the crazy, you know, things seem to get crazy uh, in life. And I don't, I, I can't say I welcome storms, like I welcome the rain here in Las Vegas because it's sunny all the time. I'm not going to say I really welcome storms in my life, but I certainly, I'm not afraid of them anymore, like I used to be afraid of storms because of the thunder and all of that. And I don't go and hide and try and get on a couch and cuddle to, to act like it's not there. I don't do that either. I'm just kind of open, looking to see. And I, I find that when we approach our life, instead of out of fear, but out of a trust that something good is going on, we weather the so-called storms a whole lot easier, a whole lot faster, and can make some really great decisions in the midst of a storm. That's what I do. Yeah, and for those that don't have the benefit of intense spiritual training like you've gone through, um, the tendency could be to implode, um, to get involved, you know, with the storm. Caught up. There was a, caught up in the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a, a video that I posted on a recent e-news that went out about that video called Thunderstruck that two cellos do. Yes. yes. And noticing, yeah, and it's noticing what your engagement is with the video 
to possibly diagnose what you tend to do when chaos starts erupting. <laughs> because in this video, the cellist, I mean, everybody's prim and proper in English attire back in the um, 18th, 17th century dress. And so they're expecting to hear box suites played by these, you know, gorgeous men <laughs> that want cellos, right? And, and they're playing it properly and and then all of a sudden they start breaking out into playing Thunderstruck by ACDC. And, I mean, they're they're going crazy. They're hitting their cellos. Their bows, bow hairs are breaking. Um, they're at the final. You know, they're, one guy's on the floor, you know, writhing yeah. <laughs> with his cello I love it. playing in circles. <laughs> 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 and, you look, and you look at your involvement and you're like, wow, are you with him? You know, and you're there and you're in circles doing the same thing with him, or are you part of the audience that's like awestruck with yeah. what's going on? Like, oh my goodness, I could never do that. <laughs> so yeah. it's noticing how you engage in growing a growing storm because that's kind of what it looks like on stage is that this storm is brewing and it really erupts. Um, you know, or do you detach from it and go, oh no, I, I'm not going to go there? Or, you know, exactly what does that look like for you? So it's an opportunity to notice where your emotional balance is and how Absolutely. you engage with the scene as it evolves. Um, I was in a treatment team meeting yesterday, and one of the therapists that I work with passed me a note during the treatment team meeting that said, I heart thunderstruck. <laughs> she had got she had gotten that e-news and watched the video and was letting me know that she was in love with the whole thing. <laughs> I so get it. I so understand that. I yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. and in those simple in that simple exchange, I know exactly where she's at because we work with clients that are you know really in the midst of storms. Uh, yes. With, wanting to detach from active addiction um, that has destroyed their lives. And so <laughs> this is one of my therapy buddies. So I kind of understood where she was coming from <laughs> when mm-hmm. she said that video. So it's it's looking at how can we, I mean, I understand what you're saying with deepening spiritual practice so that it's more easy for you to rise up against storm and to plug yourself in differently so that and that's and that's really what it is it's so i i'm not, I'm not so sure you have to be against the storm because i think when we when we go against a storm we're actually caught up in it in a different way and and but it's kind of like riding it out you know you're just you're in the midst of the storm you see what's happening but it doesn't have to take you down with it you're just kind of watching it you're much more calm in it and that does come from deepening in spiritual practices it's true but it's really the idea of being the observer of the storm versus getting caught up in it. So you're not having to resist it, but you're not having to do much of anything about it. Just notice what your piece is in it and take mm-hmm. action if, if, you know, if that's the appropriate thing to do, but not taking action out of emotion, you know, total emotion and getting caught up in the storm. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I have this book that we did together called Order Up Your Life, and it is yes. a perpetual journal calendar and it is available um, for our listeners on uh, 
there will be a link that's put up on this uh, webpage for them to be able to go to. Um, but the, what, the quote for today in this perpetual journal calendar um, from you says, the Spirit of God is always trying to come through us. It's an opportunity to extend our good in every situation we encounter. So it's trying, as you said, kind of stepping back and noticing, you know, what parts of you are in that storm and, Mm -hmm. you know, just like you said, kind of writing it out, not getting really caught up in it to um, create emotional tension for yourself, but having a level of detachment that is healthy and allows you to have that kind of an impartial observer status. Yes. Yes. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's beautiful so can, with, um, with, with the music that you can, you know, sometimes we're in storms in the midst of them, but usually there's some time during the day, during the evening, during a moment uh, where we can get quiet. And sometimes when you're in the middle of a storm, getting totally quiet isn't quite where you're at, and that's where music comes in. That's where you can play music that can soothe what's kind of going on so you can continue to get centered in yourself. Um, before you go and deal with, as we call it, deal with the storm or go out and have to participate in the world again. Um, That's what I love about using music and knowing how to use music in an appropriate way that actually supports you. But it doesn't make the storm worse for you, but but supports you in strengthening yourself to work with Uh the the changes that go on in life. Mm -hmm. There's a song that City and Color does that is on a link through this website called Against the Grain, and it's um, not a real depressing song, but at least has you recognizing that, you know what, what, it, what does the grain look like, and you don't necessarily need to, to do that. So the words are, you need not to climb mountaintops, you need not to cross the sea, you need not to find a cure for everything that makes you weak. You need not reach for the stars when life becomes so dark. And when the wind does blow against the grain, you must follow your heart. When all your friends have Mm -hmm. come and gone and the sun no longer shines and the happiness for which you long is washed away like an ocean's tide. When all the hard times outweigh the good and all your words are misunderstood. When the day seems lost from the start, you must follow your heart. And then it goes on finally to say, if you feel you've paid the price and your wounds should cease to heal and everything you love in life spins like a winding wheel, if you should wake to find you're abandoned and the road you've traveled leads to a dead end, when death creeps in to play its part, you must follow your heart. And the, it, mm-hmm. the music itself is just a little bit, little bit depressing but yet soothing so that it allows you the opportunity to realize that you know, you don't have to do all those things out there. You know, look mm-hmm. inside of you and find out what is going on in your heart and follow that. Yes, yes. So as, now, as you know, what I love about that. Uh huh. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just go ahead. I was I was just thinking as what I love about that the whole you must follow your heart. I think part of what the um, the author of the lyrics is saying is because it says that you don't have to reach for the stars. So don't, you know, in, in tough times, it's not for you to pretend like it's not happening and go, la, la, look, I'm in la-la land. So you don't have to reach for the stars. You don't have to go to the exact opposite 
of what you're feeling right away. Following your heart just means maybe it's just doing something that's a little bit better than the state that you're in. Just a little bit. You don't don't go reaching for, you know, go like it says, climbing mountaintops and doing the best, you know, finding a cure and all that kind of stuff. Just do something a little bit better that can shift you from where you are into a better state. Follow your heart. I love that. Yeah, so it, it allows you to at least acknowledge the unsettledness that could be going on um, for you in the midst of a storm. Yes. And uh, there's a harmonica in it, and it's just, it's as I said, so it may be a little, little bit, you know, slow and a little bit depressing, but really not. It's more soothing. Um, and really allows you just to focus on the words and go, you know, yeah, I don't have to get into the middle of everything. I can just allow things to take their course and just, you know, look at that and see how it how it works. Um, the next song to help actually reduce whatever might have been stirred up with that first song and with the storm in your life is a song written by Ricky Byers Beckwith called I Release and I Let Go. And it's such a a powerful song to get you into that release mode. And it's soothing and moves into a more energy kind of state. Um, yeah. Where have you seen, I know that you know this song really well. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, and the power of it, you know, can really help you to release whatever you were thinking about during that first song. So we're kind of talking about setting up a mood sequence here where the first song could have recognized where you're at with tension from a storm. And then the second song is meant to truly release all of that, neutralize all of that, let it go, and and shift through that song. Have you had any experience with that song, I Release and I Let Go, that is particularly memorable? Absolutely. Um, this is one of the songs that I used uh, early on, uh, getting into this uh, spiritual movement early on to assist me to get through the storms, literally through um, many storms in life, because it's really about releasing the struggle. Uh, you know, it says in here, no more struggle, no more strife, uh, no need to struggle, no need to go through strife, and that with my faith, I see the light. So I would sing it very loudly, <laughs> and especially if I was at a Sunday service, because a lot of um, the churches sing this particular song, and I would sing that to remind myself that with faith I would see the light, which means there's something better than any struggle or strife that I was going through in the meantime. So I would agree with you. It's um, it's 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 recognizing that there might have been something, but now I'm coming out of it, and now I'm really walking towards something better. No more struggle, no more strife. You know, I release and I just let it go. I let go. And, um, you know, the song says, I release and I let go. I let the spirit run my life, and my heart is open wide. Yes, I'm only here for God. Um, and so it was just an easier way for me to connect to something bigger, um, than whatever was going on in my life. It worked perfectly for me. Great song. Great, great song. We still yeah, sing it from time yeah. to time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so in and looking I, I, at... I'm very, 
I was going to say I'm very um, blessed um, to, to know Ricky. And so back in the day, after she made the song, and I, I discovered that she made the song and all of that, um, I would sing it. And um, I got to be quick, I'll say quick friends, because I, I lived in Alaska at the time. And so I would go to um, the spiritual center, Agape, International Spiritual Center for Truth, and um, get to chat with Ricky from time to time. And a lot of her songs, a lot of her songs are very inspiring and uplifting. So I invite any any person who hasn't heard her music to be sure to check into that that particular uh, artist. Ricky Byers. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that when, you know, we're talking a lot about God and spirit in this particular radio show and my work with um, over a hundred clients every week in addiction treatment centers has made me very aware that when there's significant emotional tension in someone's mm-hmm. life that they have lost contact with their inner spirit or God or higher yeah. power or whatever you want to call it because right. there's so much emotional tension they don't even see that spark anywhere Right. And so releasing, right. being able to release that emotional tension, all of a sudden they're able to go to this deeper, more relaxed, peaceful, blissful state where they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, and I'm which, which is more of their essential nature. That's more of who they actually yeah. are versus getting caught up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the place that we are talking about during this show yeah. is being able yeah. to achieve that connection with whatever you call it um, but we all recognize how it feels <laughs> yes and so absolutely it kind of sh- yeah so it kind of shifts into the next song that I wanted to highlight that is very high energy rock song that Eddie Watkins Jr. Uh, created called We Come Together and it's just talking about we come together in the name of love and mm-hmm. just being able to joyfully, ecstatically shout out, you know, that we're one. We're all together in this. And so even though this storm might have had some division in it, some separateness in it, uh, we're just really recognizing that we're all together in this. And Mm -hmm. going through that kind of mood sequence from Against the Grain by City and Color to I Release and I Let Go with Ricky Byers Beckwith to we come together with Eddie Watkins is really a sweet way to help reduce any emotional tension um, and to feel better and to feel more unified after a storm uh, may have been in your life. And if you find for our listeners that anger or anxiety haven't been addressed, you're still feeling anxious or angry after going through those three songs, um, then you need to add another song on. So, you can learn more about that by taking the Music Medicine Boot Camp so that you can understand what kinds of combinations of music elements you need to look for to help exercise out the mood that's keeping you stuck with anger feelings or anxiety feelings, anything that wasn't addressed with these pieces of music that we just highlighted this um, during the radio show. So I know that you've taken the Music Medicine Boot Camp, Marquita, and you've been a singer, an inspirational singer, a music director, as well as a spiritual leader for the Center for Spiritual Living Southern Nevada. You know, how how did the Music Medicine Boot Camp shift your perception about music? 
you know, I didn't really have an understanding. I know that I felt better with with some with music because I do sing and I I can absolutely shift my moods, but I didn't have any understanding. It reminded me of knowing how to um, be a presenter without having the course that taught me as to why um, I could be a good presenter and it's the, the mechanics of it. So going through the boot camp really got me to understand the elements of the different elements that are in music and why certain music makes you feel one way and certain another. So once and it's just like everything else, once you have an understanding of why it works, you can use it much more effectively. So now I'm able to use um, songs effectively because I have a, a, a ritual that I use every Sunday morning when I'm going to church to make sure that I'm ready to be of service. And now I understand why the particular songs that I pick make me feel the way that I do by the time I can get to the Sunday service. And so I, and I'll use it if I know I'm going to drive to a, a meeting that might be contentious or where the, the views are different and where I may have to be a mediator or something like that. I will choose now specific songs based on um, music medicine boot camp and the information that was provided there. So I really do encourage people to go and sign up for that and get that education about music and why it functions the way it functions, you know, past your conscious mind and what's really going on in, in the body, in the system, uh, listening to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's actually three different levels of training, um, actually four. Just taking the music medicine boot camp itself is really for self-care. And if you are so motivated by the information that you get that you want to be able to share it appropriately with others, um, that next level is advisor training that people can um, get in on, which you're progressing into. And then the next level after that is for credentialed health professionals where social workers, marriage family therapists, alcohol drug counselors, and so on can become a specialist at Music for Life. Uh, to be able to use music medicine within their sessions with clients um, as background music mm-hmm. to facilitate a session uh, going even better. Typically, you know, a, a health professional with a client may hear finally the real problem five minutes before a session ends. <laughs> or I right. know even with practitioners, right, at the center right. um, that Absolutely. they're wanting to support, and it just takes that long to finally get to the nut of what's going on. Well, when you use music medicine protocol with our custom uh, or with our standardized music medicine CDs, the problem actually comes out at the beginning so that it can get addressed and dissolved, mm-hmm. and um, the client then leaves feeling much more energized and um capable and focused and uh, uh, enthusiastic about making a difference now because the problem was addressed earlier in the session. So at the specialist level, um, they can actually start using it in in session. And then the top level is for a music therapist to be able to do the entire protocol, which includes also customized music medicine CDs. Um, And we had one of our case studies actually published in a medical journal last year because it was so significant for a female veteran with PTSD, medical disabilities, and social phobias. Um, So this stuff works when you know how to work it. And we encourage everybody to continue listening to the Music for Life radio show to to learn um, what that looks like, what kind of music we recommend. Um, And as we have just a couple minutes left, uh, Marquita, I know that with our um, 
UPS workshop coming up. It's we refer to it as a fun shop because we don't want it to be work. We want it to, you know, invigorate uh, fun within us. Yes. And so we've came up, we come up with this crazy title called UPS, which are, is an acronym, not the United Parcel Services, although we do refer to um, some systems within UPS about how they deliver packages into how we encourage and support people in delivering life differently. Um, through UPS. So UPS actually stands for up-leveling your periscope. So we look at how we have different focuses, right, with our periscope of life and what what level are we on and what are we looking at and, you know, all that. So it's going to be another fun one for, for us to support people coming to it on April 24th. And it's about rising up rising up above the storms in life, just what we've been talking about here, and it's going to be really great um, processes and um, tips and new techniques and methods to help us rise above the storms in our lives. Anything else you'd like to add in just a few seconds that we have left for Akita? Oh, just that I hope that people come out and show up for UPS. Um because again, like I said, it'll be fun. But just giving people more tools, more tools to get, to move through life, so to create instead of having the storms kind of beat you up and feel like you're <laughs> you've been beat up by life. It's so unnecessary <laughs> to live in a way that feels like life is tough. Not yeah. not necessary. There's another way to do life, and so that's what we want to share with people. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, and thank you, Marquita, for sharing your experience of how to rise up on the Music for Life radio. You've been listening to Music for Life with Judith Pinkerton and Marquita Pierre McAllister, where we practice healing body and spirit. Till we meet again, notice how you practice healing your mind, body, and spirit with the power of music in your life now. <laughs> 